Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Mark Parham. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life and helping you to walk in your purpose. Man, there's so much going on right now. I can't even get into all of it, but I tell you what, I have a great show for you today. But I want to tell you, we're here to help you. The Cat Builder Network is just that. It's a network of business professionals that are here trying to help you. You know, if you call me, I can always find somebody. But I'm going to talk about something later on in the show where I'm going to try to bring all of us together, especially during this time. So just stick with me. We've got a great show for you today. On the Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to talk about discussing using your time wisely. Whatever time it is, we're going to, I'm going to give you some things to do to think about using it wisely. And then on Conversations with Eve, he's coming back, had been here in a minute, but he's going to interview Dr. M.J. Collier. He's the president of Atlanta West Primary Care Associates to discuss being in control of your health and wellness. Health and wellness, big issue. And on my interview, Ariel Gingas, he's a public speaking coach and owner of Atlanta Public Speaking. We're going to discuss learning how to be a better or paid speaker. All you want to do it, everybody comes to me. I want to be a paid speaker. Not just a speaker, but a paid speaker. We're going to talk about that tonight, but it's going to be a great show. But I'm going to focus this show on learning how to become a better speaker. But before I get the show started, there's so much going on. You know, I was able to catch up to John Moy from Just the Facts. He's going to step in for a minute and kind of give us some updates on this whole political thing. You know, we're watching the news. We don't know what's chat on the watch. You know what, John? I just watch cartoons now. I don't know what else to watch. I don't know to watch. So, John, come and tell us what's going on. Hey, Mark, me too. I, you know, I've been looking at a lot of Bugs Bunny lately because I think yeah, I need a laugh. But <laughs> absolutely. But bottom line, Mark, you know, if 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 I, you know, if I had to report really to our citizens, you know, you know, the state of our union is in crisis. I mean, the White House crippled by dysfunction and and certainly by denial and inaction. Take a look at what happened today, or within the span of a week. Take a look at the markets today. The, you know, the Dow Jones uh, dropped by about uh, almost thirteen. Uh, percent. NASDAQ is down 12 percent. S&P 500 down 11 percent. Trading was halted today. Um, the, the Federal Reserve uh, came in and cut uh, rates down to zero. And still, there was still a vote of no confidence by the markets, as you know, another 900-point drop. 
against the backdrop where the, the, the Secretary Mnuchin is saying that there's going to, you know, there's no recession and the president at the end of the saying, saying that he certainly thought there certainly was going to be a um, recession. On top of that, the nation's governors have sort of had to go it alone. So you saw Governor Cuomo in New York actually containing a, a community in upstate New York, uh, a, a radius or the radius mile is certainly bringing in the National Guard because it's certainly a hot spot in terms of the coronavirus. And then you take a look here in our home state of Georgia, and Governor Kemp has, had, has sort of had to take some sort of extraordinary measures to uh, certainly contain the, the situation, including closing the state legislature. I mean, the state legislature was closed and now open um, today in a special session to give the governor uh, extraordinary powers in terms of trying to address it. And then when you take a look at what's going on with corona itself in just a, just a few states, taking a look just the facts, for example, in Washington state to date, as of Friday, 457 cases and 31 uh, deaths. In the state of New York, 328 cases of corona. California, 237 cases, four deaths. Massachusetts, 108 cases. Colorado, 45 cases. And it goes on and on and on. There's not one part of our country that hasn't been touched, including our home state of Georgia. 31 cases to date and one death. So it is right. breathtaking about what's going on. Breathtaking. Tell me, tell me I know you got just the facts. You got any good news, John? <laughs> Anything good going on? The good news on? is that the Easter Bunny is on his way. Here comes all right, the all right, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We can't go out on the bad news. Can't go out on the bad news. But the good yeah. news is that the House pulled it together, you know, and they passed H.R. 6201, the Family's First Coronavirus Response Act, appropriating billions and billions and billions of dollars to address the situation, to, 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 to sort of take it on. Everything from health and human services to additional supplemental nutrition programs for the elderly. And I'm told uh, by my sources in Washington today that the, they're looking at a second um, appropriations bill to uh, sort of uh, take on further um, issues that they think are certainly coming down down the pike. So if nothing else, at least that's the good news that the Congress is taking some action. So I'll tell you what, John, um, we may do a special show this week so I can give you a little more uh, leeway. Maybe we can get a couple people on and discuss what our response to this should be politically and community-wise. Can't go into it today because i got a stacked show, but I just want you to come and spit some facts at us. And uh, I'm glad you ended on a good note because he was going down the abyss there, boy. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just keep it, keep it real, man. And uh, thanks, you know, um, we'll get you on here yes, uh, next week so that we can um, – talk about this. Like I said, we may do a special show. All right? Okay, brother. All right, man. Thanks for coming out. Thank you, brother. All right. Well, you heard it from John Moy, just the facts, and he had some facts, so I think, I think that does require a special show. Uh, but I had to turn him off because I want to have a good show. So, And we are going to have a good show. I'm going to go to break. I'm going to come back with my cat build a minute about growing your life and making good use of this time and then after that I'll come back with conversations with E in my interview about being a better public speaker. You listen to Mark Parham Cat Builder Talk radio show. I'll be back in a moment. I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds. 
so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Talk about the Cat Builder Minute tonight. It's going to be on making use of your time, making wise use of your time. You know, with the current state of affairs, you're going to find out that you got more time on your hands over the next few weeks. So I want to talk to you for a few minutes about a few things maybe you can do that you can make best use of the time. You know, one of the things that I always do, I do it every 90 days, but I create a 90-day action plan. Tomorrow will be. So why not take some time now to sit down and do a plan, what you plan on doing, who you plan on being, what do you plan on having. I can help you with that. I have a plan. Matter of fact, I got it from the 4-Hour Work Weekly book written by Tim Ferriss. You got time, maybe you ought to pick up that book and read that. And speaking of books, maybe you ought to write that book that everybody says, I got a good book in me, everybody has a good book in me, but they don't know how to write it. There's plenty of resources out, um, plenty of organizations I can send you to, templates I can send you, that you can get that book written. But you got one in you. A lot of times we just don't have time to get it out. The big one is, why don't you take this time to evaluate that great business idea you have and learn how to write a plan to do it. This also may be a good time because you're in the house with your kids. Maybe you can have them teach you something about some of these games they're playing, and maybe you can teach them something about some of the games you play called life. <laughs> okay? But I think maybe if we try to turn it into some kind of learning experience, there were times I've sat with my nephew and tried to figure out how to play those video games. I, I just can't get it. But uh, Or maybe you can start a new hobby. You know, there's all kinds of stuff around the house you hadn't thought about doing. 
But I tell you one thing you may want to take some time and do is uh, learn how to use some of these new technology tools that are out here. And that's what I've been spending the last few days on helping people. Stuff that I use all the time because I work, I've worked virtual, uh, learning how to use these tools. Okay. And you're going to find that a lot of you using the free version of these tools. It pays to use the paid version. And the other thing you can do is take an online course. I'm going to be offering some online courses, some webinars and things like that on a lot of the topics I just mentioned. But one online course is YouTube University. There's nothing you can't go to YouTube, put in, and find out how to do it. So any software you're thinking about trying to learn how to use, I don't care what it is. You put in the name of the software and training or anything like that, and there will be a video on it. So take this time to use YouTube. So I just want to let you know I'm going to launch a new site that I'm going to help you learn how to use your time wisely. It's called Small Business Vita. It's, it's a private site, though, for it's for small business owners by small business owners. I'm going to have, you know, people contributing that are small business owners. But it's going to be one central place where you can have access to all my content, the content that I've curated for you and from other business professionals. You know, you receive daily news, invitations to webinars, access to my podcasts, articles, other information. But I tell you, that's what I'm saying. we got to work together on this because if we don't, we're going to be in a worse position today than we were yesterday. All right. So if you're interested, you can, um, I'm going to be sending out an email to you or right now you can just text the word cap builder. That's C A P B U I L D E R to two, two, eight, two, eight. And you'll get on the list to get an invitation. This is Mark Parham. Cap builder minute. Use your time wisely. And I'm going to give you some ways that I can help you do it. So I'm going to go to break. When I come back, I got three words for you. Health and wellness. Enough said. I'll be back in a moment. All the stars both lie away. Probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show. 
with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today.
And yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a fun series that uh, that's starting to gain a little traction as well. So. All right, man. Well, let's go. Uh, trying to make it work. Let's uh, have, let's start having this conversation about what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, okay. You know, I said health and wellness, and I've said I know you got more going on, but the good doctor is unmuted, so you can introduce him and bring okay. him to the show, and then we can let him introduce himself, and you know the drill. So perfect, why don't you go perfect. ahead, bring him on in? Okay. Well, you, you, you know. Um, Normally, I'd be talking, you know, to my guests about wealth, wellness, work-life balance, and entertainment. But because of this whole coronavirus pandemic, you know, I thought it would be important to switch things up a little bit and bring on a great friend of mine, Dr. M.J. Collier. You know, um, and really, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, you know, how to deal with this thing at home, at work, and at play. You know, he's, um, as you mentioned earlier, he's the CEO and medical director of the Atlanta uh, West Primary Care Association. He uh, did his residency at Morehouse School of Medicine, serving as the uh, final year's chief resident. Uh, he sits on the board or has either been past president of the uh, Georgia State Medical Association and chairman of community services for Atlanta Medical Association, president of 100 Black Men of South Metro Chapter. And, and many people might know his voice, if not his uh, name, as uh you know from his radio show you know your health is important oh, i've been on okay on this times and uh and atlanta's own hip-hop doc you can hear him on v103 and ryan cameron's show and even ricky My- ricky smiley's uh, syndicated show so he's been around and, and he's a voice of the community uh not only locally but also internationally because they're all these are kind of syndicated now and it's an incredible honor to to have him on the show so doc you still there I am here, Eric and Mark. Thank you so much for having me. We're here to update all of your listeners on what's going on with this current epidemic, now pandemic, with the Corona COVID nineteen virus. All right. Before we get into that, before we get into that, we got some questions about you. One, if he would have kept reading your bio, I would have ran out of airtime. I mean, brother, you just (laughs) okay? (laughs) Okay, you know, I'm just like, okay, how much longer is he going? Who is this guy? Is he about is he about 150 years old? You know, not not quite that old. Did a lot of things and uh, uh, you know, in a lot of leadership positions in in the house of medicine. You know, political health, medical health, social health, financial health, physical health, you name it. So we out in the community. We have been serving uh, the metropolitan Atlanta community for 25 plus years as a physician. But uh, always out in the community uh, doing a lot of things and, and being a lot of places. But uh, the Your Hustle's Important Radio Talk Show is the longest-running interactive call-in radio talk show. And so we have been doing that for a while. And we uh, started doing the syndicated Ricky Smiley show uh, three years ago. And uh, now we are the uh, radio consultant, the medical consultant for all Radio 1 stations and CBS wow. radio. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So... And so we got some information for you, uh, <laughs> a wealth of information. Just you tell me what you want to know, and we'll talk about it. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. You know, <clears throat> they say that the worst is yet to come. And, and based on what you've heard even today, what are you seeing that uh, that we have to prepare for? 
Well, this is the thing about the coronavirus, uh, Eric. It started in China. It was found to be in the domesticated bat in China. It was transferred to the animal, to um, another mammal. We're not sure which one was the vector, and then entered the human population. As you can see, it is very, very virulent, and they call it novel. And they call it novel because the coronavirus is not new. It's been around uh, for at least 30 years. We've identified it and, and known it's even listed on the light bulb can as one of the things wow. that will kill. So when people saw that, they thought that was new. It's not new. That's been there. But uh, this is a, a mutated version or, or, or a novel version of the coronavirus. And as we can see, it really, really is easily spread from person to person because it went from being, uh, you know, localized in China to, you know, an epidemic there to now a pandemic worldwide. And it is in, in affecting all 49 states in the U.S., including Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. So it is really impacting our country, but more importantly, our economy. And I know that's of significance to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Did you say it started with the domesticated bat? Yes. Uh, there's a, a, a bat species in China that they found that's basically the first mammal that they found the virus in. But how, you know, most, most of the time when you have an animal or virus, it doesn't cross over. Like, you know, we had the bird flu. That was one of the ones that did cross over successfully. Most of the times it will stay interspecies. But uh, now this has crossed over to the human population, and because it is new and because our bodies have not been exposed to it and we have no, no uh, immune history and our immune system haven't seen it, that's why it's so easily passed about. It's kind of like a, a child that enters kindergarten or daycare for the first time. When they're at home, they get a good care from their parents and the caregivers, and they don't get sick. You put them in daycare for the first six months, they come home with everything because their immune systems have not been exposed. And the way that our bodies get immunity is you have to have the disease and be exposed to it at least one time. Then your body makes antibodies to it and you're protected from it for the future. So that's where we are in the United States right now. Now, our model is, is to isolate people and, and use uh, social distancing, which means we're trying to keep people from getting it. In, in the United Kingdom, they're trying to expose as many people to, so that their population will have immunity to it, and that when it comes around next year, uh, it won't be a problem. So there are ways to deal with this as a public health issue. Well, okay, so I get the whole idea of social distancing, but what about life at home? You know, can I kiss my boo and my babies too? I mean, that, that, that's kind of like the, the big question that's been going around. Well, that, that question, it depends. You know, if they've been at home all day and you've been out, you're a very social person. You, you know, you normally perform in, in, you know, in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And so your exposure might be different than theirs. But if you get it, you bring it home. So, you know, you have to be careful. And I, and I tell people this. One, uh, wash your hands and wash your face. Uh, as soon as you enter the house, and if you've been in an environment that you think might be contaminated, you might even want to change your clothes. Then you know you're you've mm -hmm. done your due diligence, so to speak. And you know, but if you know you're sick, if you're coughing or sneezing, then you definitely need to stay away from your loved ones. You need to be isolated. There needs to be a room in the home that's the sick room or the isolation room that you're in, or whoever is infected is in, and everybody else is in the other part of the house. And there should be one caregiver predominantly because if everybody's coming in and out of the room, they're all putting themselves at risk. Okay, so, so kind, kind of um, unpack that a little bit because um, is there a, a suggested room that should be considered to be a sick room? Uh, is there a particular 
individual within the home that should be, quote, the caregiver? And what should he or she, you know, be doing and, and or not doing? How, how, should, how well, should they be fed? You know, like, like what, what does that, 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 that scenario really look like, you know, in, in real life? Well, ideally, you would want the, the person in the sick room to be one that was a connected uh, toilet facility so the person doesn't have to come out of the room to go to the bathroom. Uh, the person taking care of them should take precautions, which may include gowns, gloves, and masks, uh, to, to care for that individual. But again, if um, you know that person is careful, oftentimes caregivers they have found in the health community, the doctors and nurses taking care of these individuals are easily infected, and, and you know, and so it's even when they're taking precautions. So you know, the chances of catching it, a caregiver catching it, are high. Wow. So, so it's with, going to be, you know, this this is this is the new normal and something that you know we are, are are seeing how it's happening in real time. So understand this, Eric. There is no treatment for this. So people are saying, Dr. Kaya, I want to come to your, to to your office and be tested. And uh, we say, yes, you can, but there's no treatment uh, for this. The treatment is to treat the symptoms. So there's no you know no virus specific treatment. There's no antiviral that's going to work for them. So if you have a cough or cold or congestion, I'm going to suggest that you one uh, first load up and have in your home readily available the traditional medications that treat that, and they're all over the counter. That would be Tylenol, Advil, Motrin, or Aleve for body aches and fever. Then uh, a decongestant such as Mucinex DM, which is anti-cough and mucolytic. And then a cough syrup of choice. And then an antihistamine, of which all of the non-sedating antihistamines are now over the counter. That would be Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec. You know, so uh, you have your armamentarium there. You don't wait until you get sick and say, oh, I need to get to the drugstore and get some medicine. Uh, you know, so um, have it readily available because most people are going to have mild symptoms anyway, and they will just get over it. Um, you know, there's a, a a bell-shaped curve distribution of the disease state, and most people are going to be mild or moderate. And on the extremes, you're going to have severe. And that severe is usually people that either have health care challenges i.e., uh, and things you might not think about, in the, particularly in the African-American community. Everybody has high blood pressure and diabetes. Those are two significant risk factors. But if the person has a history of smoking or they have COPD or they have a kidney disease and they're on dialysis, they're all at very, very high risk as well. Now, the reason children, and particularly small children, are at risk because they have immature uh, immune systems, and so their immune system once again has to be exposed to things before they can develop a, an immunity to it. As we age, our immune system just ages with us and doesn't work as well as it does when we're younger. So about age 40, 45, you start to not be as as, as anti-immune as you had been in your lifetime. And by the time you're 60, you know, if you also have comorbid conditions, then you're going to be at high risk as well. So smokers are all at high risk, and you know, and anyone with lung disease. You know, I, I heard that um, 50% of the population in China are smokers, and that was one of the main reasons that it, it, it took off, you know, so rapidly over there. Is, is that, that sounds kind of consistent with, with what you just said. Had, had you heard that as well? 
Uh, I had not, but that's very good information. I'm going to use it tomorrow when I give it an update. Uh, yeah, so that is uh, a key, though, because, you know, the smoking irritates the, the lining of the lung, and it makes it more susceptible to virus particles. So that, that makes a, that's a common sense thing, but now we have it documented. Uh, you know, they gathered a lot of information from the, the, the um, epidemic in China. Say, for instance, how does the virus affect pregnant women? Because that is a question I've gotten uh, multiple times. And it, you know, because a, a woman in the pregnancy state has a lowered immune capacity because her body does not want to reject the developing fetus, then she's more susceptible. But what they found, the women that, that were pregnant, they got the virus, they went through it, they survived, and it had no negative impact on the baby. All the babies were born healthy and not infected with the disease. You know, there are, there are some diseases, say, like HIV, et cetera, that are other viruses that are passed on to, to infants uh, in utero. But in this situation, the COVID virus is not one of them. Okay. Now, you know, it, it, kind of, for, for lack of better terms, in, in the spirit of, of uh, the, the worst is yet to come, I know that a lot of people are going to be getting, getting tested. Uh, some will get tested, you know, with symptoms. Some will get tested just because they're kind of curious. And um, if a person is not showing symptoms uh, but, but goes ahead and gets tested and finds out that they do have the virus, even though they're not showing any symptoms, how, how do you recommend that they, uh, that they ultimately, like, like, break it to the family? Do they go in and say, babe, I got the corona? Uh, or do they? You know, uh, yes, exactly that, and they need to self isolate because they are they are carriers, and and that's the worst case scenario. You know, if a person gets sick, we know to isolate them, and we'll put them away for fourteen days. But if a person is in the 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 carrier state and it's not really bothering him, they can carry the virus for they have found up to thirty five days, and that's a lot of viral shedding and exposing a lot of people. And and that's just the best guesstimate. They haven't confirmed that. They just, you know, found that people had tested positive, then tested negative, and then tested positive again, um, you know, with that. That's the other uh, question, that get immunity after you have had the disease, like in most disease states, because there are people that have, have had it, tested negative, had two consecutive negative tests, that's the criteria, and then come back a week later, and they have it again. Now, do they have a new infection? Like the rhinovirus, the common cold, it has 545 variations. That's why we wow. can't make a virus, I mean, a vaccine to it, because, you know, it changes and it mutates continuously. So we can't pick out a, a, a vaccine that's going to, you know, protect you from it. So if, if this virus is doing that, and that means that, you know, you could get it again and again and again, that's really going to have a negative impact on the population. But let's think best case scenario. Let's say you get it and you get over it. Uh, it's estimated that 50% of the population is going to ultimately uh, have it. And then, you know, with, uh, you know, 80, 90% of them getting over it with no problems, about 5 to 8% having some residual issues, but really still maintaining a health, uh, you know, reasonably decent health. And then, you know, we're going to have a death rate. Uh, right now, the death rate is about 1.8%, 2%. That may go up. It just depends on, you know, if it can get a, a particular population. The, 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 uh, nursing home that was infected in Oklahoma, uh, you know, they had a very high death rate there because everybody there was at risk. And so, you know, it was a different uh, skewed population compared to what we're normally going to see just across the basic United States people and population. So even talking about people that are caught at risk, um, well, let's include them in in, in this question. What are some of the things that can, can be done 
to boost Im- immunity starting today. In other words, you know, people who have been smoking, people who haven't done anything, you know, that, that would really have done anything to in, in, increase their immunity. What can somebody do starting today in, in, uh, in an effort to uh, not be in a position and, and vulnerable to catch this disease? Okay, starting today, one, if you smoke, stop smoking immediately. You're going to get immediate benefit from smoking cessation. But two, things for, for a non-smoker and a smoker that they can do. Dr. Kaya has what he calls Dr. Kaya's trio for good health. And I talk about this all the time on my radio show, and I've been doing it for at least five years, advocating this three uh, supplement to, for good health. And number one is vitamin D. Number two is omega-3 fish oil. And number three are probiotics. Each of them has been shown independently to have benefit in boosting your immune system. Uh, Vitamin D, uh, again, everybody knows that it's good for strong bones, nice skin, nice hair. But what most people aren't aware of is that vitamin D inherently protects you from and can prevent, in some cases, uh, several cancers. This has been proven in multiple uh, medical studies. And, you know, particularly prostate cancer in men, breast cancer in women, and colon cancer in men and women. And the problem is, Eric, that nine out of ten of the people that I see in my office are severely vitamin D deficient. And this is literally inconsistent with who we are. Black people should not have vitamin D deficiency. And two, we're living in the South. You make vitamin D from sunshine. And even though we've had a lot of rain, uh, it's still enough, you get enough sunshine driving your car to work in the morning or driving your car home in the afternoon. Uh, so you get enough sun exposure. Uh, so there's something else that's going on in the environment, something in the food chain, something that is literally taking vitamin D away from us because a normal vitamin D level should be between 30 and 90 uh, milligrams per deciliter. And most people are coming in under 10. And some people, you can't even register what their vitamin D levels are. So those wow. individuals are at very high risk for cancers, which also are caused by inflammation and, and autoimmune problems. And so you can uh, hyperextend, boost your immune system by taking vitamin D supplementation. And a person should take at minimum 5,000 international units per day. The measuring of the measurement is international units, and the amount that you should take is 5,000 international units per day. A lot of vitamin D supplements on the shelf now are 300 and 400 international right, units. Right, it's a, it's right. It's a total waste of time. It's a total waste of time, or you'd have to take 10 of them. Uh, you know, and So you have to make sure that the product that you're taking meets that criteria. Uh, when a person is very severely deficient, I will put them on two 5,000 international unit capsules, which will make it a total dose of 10,000 until I can get them their level up over 30. And then after 30, I lower them back to 5,000. Ideally, I would like for them to be between 60 and 90. Now, uh, uh, omega-3 fish oil. Everybody is aware of omega-3 fish oil and its cardiovascular benefits, but because of its anti-inflammatory component, that that helps with the the bowel microbe in your gut and causes uh, a, a bactericidal and a virucidal effect on invading pathogens. Now, all those words mean that it kills bacteria, it kills viruses. And so when, you know, that is a very, very easy and natural way for people that are seeking uh, natural ways. You know, they'll say, Dr. Kaya, I, I would like to do something natural. I don't want to take medications. So these are all supplements and vitamins. They are not medications, but they will boost your immune system without question. Now, when you're seeking a vitamin D supplement, you have to consider the quality of the product that you're getting. The best vitamin D comes from bottom-feeding fish. 
and they literally just take the fish and, and put it in a blender and grind it up and remove the oil. So that means since it's a bottom feeder, that the whatever is on the bottom of the ocean or the lake that they're harvesting the fish from is now inside the fish. So all the toxins, all the garbage, all the poisons, everything. So that has to be removed. And your better vitamin D, I mean your better omega-3 fish oil products have that ultra centrifuged and removed from from the fish oil. So the fish oil, when you look at the capsule, it should be clear and not cloudy, and it should not smell like fish. And so if you open the bottle and it hits you in the face with a fishy smell, you got to, you, you know, it's not necessarily it's not a good product. It's just not the best product when doing so. And then probiotics. Probiotics are God's gift to the immune system. But for allergies, asthma, uh, eczema, skin rashes, etc., uh, uh, probiotics will fix what's called the leaky gut syndrome uh, and, 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 and super high boost your immune system. Oftentimes, individuals with bad asthma can now be controlled uh, by taking probiotics. Individuals with eczema and other uh, dermatological allergy problems uh, markedly improved by uh, probiotics. I mean, the skin just goes to being, uh, you know, it goes from being dry, scaly, itchy, and, you know, and uh, and appearing, you know, as if it inflamed to calm, you know, this without any topical creams or anything like that. The That's what the omega, that's what the probiotics can do for individuals. So those three components. Also things that other you may have heard of, vitamin C, of course, is very good for viruses and respiratory diseases in particular, and zinc. Zinc lozenges have been shown to shorten the progress of disease and shorten the course of a, of a respiratory tract infection. So those are the things that I would tell all of your listeners that they need to do. That would be one, vitamin D. Number two, omega-3 fish oil. Number three, probiotics. Number four, uh, vitamin C supplementation. And number five, zinc, zinc lozenges. Except those are things that anyone can do right now, and I have everyone in my office, all of my staff on this regimen as we speak, uh, trying to protect themselves from getting infected. We're going to try to keep continuing to serve the community, and I don't want my staff to get sick doing it. Well, listen, you know, so many physicians that uh, uh, hold up the MD flag don't even have the conversations about natural approaches, and, and on behalf of many people that, you know, at least want to know the choices that they've got available, Thank you so much for sharing that. I hear Mark uh, you know, bringing the music in, so I guess that means that's the end of our segment. But, again, I know I caught your short notice. I know your schedule is absolutely hectic right now. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. And, uh, and as always, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. And I gotta Thank say you so much, only, Eric. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, but there's only one thing. i got to go out there and antihistamine, man. That's the only thing I ain't got. I got everything else. So I'm going to run out and get that after <laughs> the okay. show. All right, but that's thanks so much for your time, that's, man. That's Clarison. You can get it out. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you, gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. I, I was telling Amy, we may want to have you come back on periodically and just kind of give us an update as to what's going on because you're keeping it real. So I appreciate your time. Uh, we'd be happy to do that. We can serve as your medical-ready reference, sir. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. All right. Wonderful. Thank you very Thanks much, Doctor. Reach me on all, all right. social media at Doctor MJ. Say, say that right. one more time. Okay. All social media: Ask Doctor MJ or Ask Doctor MJ Carr. And it's also Ask the Hip Hop Doc uh, on, on on Facebook, Instagram, and all social media. And, and for more information on those supplements, go to my website, lipodrops.com. L I P O. D-R-O-P-S dot com to get more information on how you can supplement and boost your immune system. All right. Thank you so much. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. (laughs) 
Alright, hey, man. What a great guest, man. So thanks yeah, for getting him yeah. on the show. We gotta get him back. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, yeah man. No problem. He, he he he's a great guy. Thanks again, man. All right. Later. So you heard everything you need to know. I want you to send this link out to friends of yours. I'm gonna cut the interview out. So you just have that part of it, unless you do want to hear everything else I had to talk about. But I'm getting ready to go to break. and we come back, we're going to talk about the topic of this evening, becoming a better public speaker. For those of you that aren't scared, we're going to show you the best way to get to this paid speaking or just being a good speaker. It's Mark Parham, Cap Builder Talk Radio Show. I'll be back in a moment. Superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE Superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is Mark Parham, host of the Cap Builder Talk radio show. The hemp-based global market is expected to jump to $10.6 billion by 2025. The time is now to start your investment into this rapidly growing market. One very easy way to invest is by investing in the growers of hemp. Farmers say hemp cultivation is far more profitable than other plants in this new environment. A poor hemp harvest is still more valuable than a healthy tobacco crop due to the high demand for CBD. HempRealEstate.org is an easy way to invest in the hemp industry. Right now, you can invest in a crowdfunding campaign that owns the land that grows legal hemp CBD plants. The unique regulation crowdfunding allows hemp opportunities Seekers to get into the game with a minimum investment of $300. So go to hemprealestate.org to start your investment today. That's hemprealestate.org. Go ahead, get in the game before the game passes you by. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. We're getting ready to have this conversation. I'm sure why most of you listen to the show. I know that we have some interesting topics, but I think this is the thing that people want to know. You know, as I do my research before I have a guest on the show, I saw this article of, you know, fears of public speaking, fear number one, fear of doubt, fear of nervousness, fear of forgetting. Fear of technology, fear of tough audiences, fear of time, and the last one, fear of the unexpected. Well, I have the one and only, all the way from Romania. Ariel, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, it's great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Hey. 
Wow. <laughs> I, so, I love the same I ovation. They, they don't give yeah. you that in Romania, I tell you. Yeah, you don't get that in Romania, no. So, uh, Ariel, I didn't want to read your whole bio, so I want you to introduce yourself, talk about what you do. Then I want to start talking about, you know, public speaking and how you help people and how people can get better and all that good stuff. So go ahead and introduce yourself. You have the mic. Yeah, so my name is Ariel Ginga. I'm the founder of Atlanta Public Speaking. I started this organization in 2012 more out of desperation than anything else. I remember when I was 17 years old, I had to do a presentation in a geography class. And when I got up in front of the class, all I could say to the Metacritic Mustangs was, <laughs> and may, many of your listeners have probably felt that before, just complete stage fright, crickets, nothing. And so I decided right then and there in my youth that someday I'm going to start a public speaking company. Once I overcome my fear, then I'm going to be a voice and help others overcome theirs. And I made good in that promise on uh, March 12th of 2012, actually, when I walked into my boss's office, I asked her for a piece of paper and I wrote that two-week notice. And ever since then, I, uh, I, I went into the scary world of entrepreneurship. And you know now, it's, things are good. I get to coach a lot of people from uh, well-known organizations, places like IBM, Georgia Tech, AJC, hundreds of entrepreneurs, hundreds of speakers, hundreds of consultants. And uh, I tell you, man, it's my passion. It's something that right now is uh, it's consuming all of my time, and uh, I'm just glad to be able to, to help people, specifically right here in Atlanta. And I'm sure we're going to talk on, on the show about, you know, what, what's the state of the, the union on the speaking industry and, you know, going virtual and things of that nature. But I, I can tell you right now, um, I'm just glad to be of, of service. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit. When you... You walked into your boss's office, asked them for a piece of paper and a pen, and you wrote your two-week notice on they stuff. Because I, I know myself, it's, <laughs> that, that it's, it's, it's that's gangster. Bridge, now or never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you burned that one down. Uh, but <laughs> I, I asked you that because there's a time in an entrepreneur's life where they have that aha moment, and they go, it's time to do me. And I mm-hmm. think that was your time, that that that, that particular time uh, was the time you started out. And I, and I like to talk about it because, you know, not only are you teaching people how to speak, you've been running your own business for quite a while. So let's talk about your business, you know, just some of the things as your business has grown, some of the things that you've dealt with. Yeah, so, you know, primarily I work with uh, executives and entrepreneurs, sometimes entertainers sometimes employees as well, but I would say primarily the bulk of it is entrepreneurs. Uh, People that want to become better speakers, that's the first thing we focus on is the skills that pay the bill. We got to focus on, you know, can you deliver a talk, right? Can you do do something like finer micro skills like selling from stage or selling on an online platform like selling through a webinar? We got to dial up the skills, and we have a lot of different approaches that we use in our classes that are very innovative. That, quite frankly, nobody else is doing. It's it's one of those things where, for me, this is a passion project. So I went super geeky on what are all the ways <laughs> that create the neuro wiring 
at the neural level so I can create that behavioral change. So I have some techniques that are just, uh, I'm always experimenting and uh, they've been producing really, really good, uh, really good results. In addition to getting the skills, right? The skills that pay the bills, we got to master that first. Then the second thing is we, we focus on the image. Image, things like, do you have a website? Do you have a website that has maybe a speaker demo reel that shows you in action? No one's ever going to hire you until they see, can you actually perform in front of a live audience? So we focus on the second component, which is the image. Let me ask you, the, let me ask yeah, you a quick question ahead, about that. Um, does it, it, a lot of times people, they, they try to get a video of themselves speaking, but they got their friend holding their cell phone up. That it has to be quality. Let's talk about that. So yeah. a lot of times people do. They get out. They 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 have a speech. They have a friend come with their little camera and they hold it up and they get them. That's not the kind of quality you're talking about going on that site, is it? Or is that? Or gotta, is it? The, the question is. No, can you gotta, use that? <laughs> it's got to pass the scan test. A meeting planner is going to look at it for a couple seconds. It's like that first impression. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't hit on all all areas, they're not even gonna look further into the video. So no, it cannot be okay. something on your smartphone. It can't okay. be something where the angles are not right, the backdrops are not uh, on point. Everything has to be in sync. You know, like that one I have on my side. I actually paid a film crew to come in and do. Um, this yeah. mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, there's definitely a couple of things that I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you like offline about how to create a more dynamic uh, demo reel. Uh, it's, yeah, oh it's yeah. A good start, but uh, I'll tell you, the demo video matters more than you think if you're okay. trying to get paid speaking gigs. Okay, so like, so you said the the speaking. You know, that was one of the things that people had to have: website, uh, demo reel. What are some of the other things? Then the third component, so we got number one, it's the skills, the skills that pay the bills. Number two, it's the image. This is where you have to have things like, you know, really nice photography of you in action, speaking on stage, some headshots, you know, different, uh, the website, everything that you would think about when it comes to the image part. This is where you also, you should have a book. And I, I know you kind of talked about it on the show. You have a lot of resources. I also help people create their books without even writing a single word. It's using some of the really coolest transcription services that are free and available to us today on the market and creating their very own 10 module online course. We help them to film that. We have a, a, a little studio here uh, in Lawrenceville and we also have a training center in Duluth and we help them to film that online course and basically, then we extract their, the content from the online course, and that gets transcripted into their book, like a 10-chapter book. That's all part of the image. So again, wow. Yeah. Man, so you, got the, you got the real thing. You know, I did all that stuff on my own a little bit at a time, but, man, that sounds amazing. So tell me this. Uh, people come to you every day, hey, I want to be a better speaker. I want to speak. I want to be a paid speaker. Let, let's talk about the realities of being a paid speaker. Is it like... You hear people say, I want to be a rapper, you know, uh, you know, what are the chances of, you know, somebody hitting it big? I mean, let's just talk about the whole paid speaking situation. What is that about? 
yeah, it's, it, there's a little bit of talent that has to, to go into it. There's a okay. lot of hustle, though. There's a lot of ways to get paid. You know, if you want to be a rapper and maybe you're not the best rapper, you could still be in the music industry. Maybe you could be a producer. Maybe you could be a, a manager. Or, or, gotcha. There's different ways to get in that sphere. So if you want to be in the speaking, a paid speaker per se, even right now with the whole, you know, coronavirus outbreak, uh, so many stages are being canceled. So many events are being canceled. So right now, more than ever, if you're trying to become a paid speaker, you got to think creatively. You have to be able to adapt your programs, and you could still become a paid speaker, but maybe you have to do it more virtually. Gotcha. There's a lot of shifting that's that's going on right now. So before online, you know, webinars and video presenting that was important. Now it's required. Now it's required. And it could be like that until September, right? Until this whole, I mean, who knows? But we're just predicting that by September, maybe things will get back to normal. But it's going to be a minute now. So we have to think creatively, if, if you, especially if you want to be a paid speaker. you got to think virtual. So, so when people come to you, uh, is there a common issue that most people deal with? Or is it just the gambit? Everybody has something different. The most common one is that they're they they're just not comfortable presenting. Maybe they've tried some things like Toastmasters or other type of programs, and they feel like they're kind of got their appetite wet a little bit, but still it's it's at the five to seven minute type of a presentation, and they're still having to write out their speech and memorizing. And so I personally, I went to Toastmasters before. And when it came time for me to do my own three-day events where I had to, like, you know, keep the audience's attention for a long time, it just wasn't enough. So I created something that I've now uh, uh, filed a patent for. It's called a speech mapping. And basically what that does is creating mind maps so that you have structure and you're able to talk at length for long periods of time, but you also have the free flow of uh, improv. So you're not on the script. I never write out scripts for my talks, but I don't talk on tangents and I don't go on these long riffs because right. I have a speech map in my mind. And that's wow. something that I personally invented um, and now tested on hundreds of different types of presentations. I've received so much uh, great like acclaims and good reviews for that, that I know it works. I know for a fact that these speech maps are incredibly effective for people. So, so what happens? Okay, I contact you. I want to be a paid speaker. So what happens? I mean, do I sign up? You got to, you know, and just give me a bunch of books and send me home? Or what happens? <laughs> You're not going to get a bunch of books from me. I mean, I'm going to help you create your own book. All right. <laughs> One of the first things we do. No traditional learning. You'll, you'll never get that from me. The traditional you know, approach to anything. Everything's cutting edge, innovative, and most importantly, my tagline is we don't sell programs, we sell results. I'm okay. very serious about getting results. But what, what happens is, so we have this, this program that we run on Saturdays from one through four. Typically, I would talk about that, but right now we're kind of on hiatus. So um, instead of the mastermind uh, that I would normally talk about on Saturdays where it's like our dojo, we practice over there, 
we have, you know, we film, we, we, we have just an endless uh, myriad of different resources there. I'm going to actually transition and say that right now, if you wanted to get involved and you want me to maybe help you become a paid speaker, I would say the best way to do it is to send me an email at Ariel at info, uh, no, Ariel at atlpublicspeaking.com. That's A-R-I-E-L, Ariel at atlpublicspeaking.com. Because I'm putting together a select few uh, speakers and entrepreneurs, and we're going to create a virtual program. And this is just something that I'm, I'm kind of like tinkering right now and want to make it like really, really awesome and uh, results-oriented. So, you know, of course, the, the not, live programs will come back late. eventually. You know, go ahead. I'm not gonna, I'm, hold on, Ariel. I'm not gonna send you an email. I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply right now on the air so everybody can hear. I want to be the first student with this virtual thing you do it. So uh, I'm applying right now. I'm still gonna send you an email too because that sounds really exciting, man. You know, and I'd be more than happy to be able to work with you, and help help tighten that up, man. Because your, your methods are incredible. Appreciate your vote of confidence there, Mark. Yeah, man. Well, I I just tell you through the conversation we had the other day, um, you're, you're kind of like not even in the box. I, I think the way you're teaching people makes them forget about why they were afraid to speak. Okay. I, I think the uh, non-traditional methods that you're using are, you know, people are, you know, it's almost like when you learn how to ride a bike, all of a sudden you're pedaling. Okay. You're like, oh, I really, you know. Uh, you had a couple of falls, but then you get up one day and you're just balancing and you're, and you never forget how to ride that bike. You never forget how to ride that bike. So you said there's a, you use the term, there's a lot of hustle with this paid speaker thing. Let, let's talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah, there, there is, you know, if you want to become a rapper, one of the, the ways to, to do that is you create a song a day. And you, you play it, you put it on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and all these places. So you have to be active. No talent is going to take the, the place of, you know, work, work ethic, sweat equity. But um, right now, again, I'm, I'm not telling people that the thing that you should do, because we have templates that we use for, mm-hmm. for meeting planners, very simple templates. We, we you know, can, you can copy them word for word. And these are designed to help you stand out from all these other speakers out there on why that meeting planner should choose you to speak. So it's a, it's a very uh, innovative and creative hustle. It's smart work, wow. hard work for smart work. But right wow. now, I don't know if I would tell people to, to do a lot of those things because of this whole COVID-19. Right. There's a lot of adaptation right now. So I would say that you would still have to hustle, but it would have to be more on you have to be able to present now uh, on, you know, through video, through <clears> online. You have to get creative, you know, with using uh, virtual videos, one-on-one videos, and sending that to the meeting planner and maybe offering some kind of a, a virtual um, offspin of your n- normal talk or your program. Gotcha. So we just have to understand where we're at right now. But and there's nothing that is going to replace the actual day in, like uh, one of the speakers was talking about earlier, he's going into beast mode. Right. Right? Going mm-hmm. into beast mode, the 10X principle. So you can have that mentality, which is the mentality that I'm choosing as well, or you can mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, hey, spring break 2020. It came a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, 
I tell you what, man, you know, with everything you're saying, maybe one of the things we can focus on helping people do over the next few weeks is to write that first book. So maybe we can do a webinar or something on that, get them into your program, and uh, help them crank out that book. You know, um, so I'd love to work with you on that, well, too, man. But your, your your stuff is so innovative, man. I'm sitting here excited. I've been out here speaking for a while, but I'm just thinking about if I could do for me what I did for me, if I have you do what you could do for me, uh, I'll be I'll be on stage going, you get a car, you get a car, everybody gets a car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the whole deal is is that. Um, but but this is something definitely, you know. But no going to run down time here, but this is something definitely that as a business owner, is this a mandatory thing? You got to learn how to do this. Or some people say, well, I'll just pay somebody else to sell for me. What are your thoughts on this? I think, you know, Napoleon Hill defines leadership as someone that's able to impart knowledge. Mm -hmm. He says that a good leader is a good manager of time, resources, and people. How can you manage people if you can't communicate effectively? You know, you lead by example. So I think that if you are the head, the the CEO, the founder, the entrepreneur, that this is a skill that you can't put on off to the side to somebody else. Everybody's looking at you as the leader. Warren Buffett, one of the world's greatest investors, he said that the number one investment I've ever made, and it's the number one skill that he tells people to master is the art of public speaking. So I don't think you can pass the buck on this one. They're, they're right. looking at you as, as a founder, and it's a, a very important skill that every entrepreneur, every leader, every founder, and everyone who's, who's going into those directions, they have to become good at. Just, just a couple more questions. One, um, a lot of times we're talking about entrepreneurs as adults, but what about parents and their children? Have you coached children on becoming better speakers? You know, so, you know, uh, because now you almost have to interview at college. It sounds like your program, you do better on job interviews and everything. So what's the youngest age you've worked with? Eight years old. And he wow. presented in front of Steve Harvey and hundreds of people uh, for like an award ceremony. He's an author at eight years old, elementary school. Uh, that's the youngest. The oldest, I believe, is 79. Wow. <laughs> it runs the gamut between those. I'm working right now with a, I, someone who's doing a valedictorian speech. I think he's uh, 15 years old. So uh, we have just all ages because this is a skill that, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it doesn't get defined by age. I wish I would have known how to done that when I was younger. Yeah, that was one of my yeah biggest regrets. So, so I tell you what, we're gonna start wrapping up here, but I want you to kind of give out some pearls of wisdom that people can, if you're thinking about going into beast mode, how can you help them go into beast mode with writing their book, learning how to speak, give some tips, and then and once again tell people how to reach out to you. Yeah, so the, the the best way right now is just to send an email. We do have program links, and but I just don't want to confuse people because right now the the, the links are the, the the programs are on hold. They can always just go to my website atlpublicspeaking.com. 
there's many forms on the website that they can fill out to get in contact with me, atlpublicspeaking.com. They can you know, re- request a conversation. I'll gladly talk to them one-on-one, and we can talk about some of the options. But going into beast mode, I would say the, the good starting point would be let's create your very own online course, and then let's help you transcribe that online course into a book. The same content that goes into a video course will be the same content that will be transcribed into a book. And you'll have your very own book. There will be an ebook version and, a, and, a digit, uh, and a, also a hard copy as well. And also you'll have your own online course, so you can sell them as a combo. And it doesn't require a handshake. Wow. All right, man. So, well, i tell you what, I want to sign up. And as we get this thing started, if you give me the material, I will market it. Because I think that everyone needs a new way of understanding how to do this. And you seem to have cornered the market on that, man. So uh, I can't wait till we get together. You, you try to sharpen my sharpen my sword. So, you know, my sword is a little bit rusty. I got some nicks on it. I've been out here a while. So, so be gentle because I'm sensitive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're already a master mark, but I, I appreciate you. We, we're always a student at the same time, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do some more wonderful things together. All right, all right, man. Thanks for coming out, and uh, I look forward to working with you. We're gonna try to do some things, and um, enjoy your time over the next few weeks, man. Go into beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks a lot. You do the same. Appreciate it. And thank you for all, all, right. all your listeners and all the great work that you guys are doing. Peace. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Well, you heard it here tonight. It's a longer show than normal. Just, just the facts came on, gave us that whole political stuff going on. I had to make him end on a good note because he was taking us down the rabbit hole. There were conversations with E, Dr. MJ Collier. I mean... He gave us the true facts. You know, you hear a lot of stuff on TV, you hear it on the radio, but he broke it down. And I love the questions about how do we work with our family? I love the questions about how can we do this healthy way, the vitamin D, all the things he was talking about. You need to go back and listen to this show. I'm going to send it out again tomorrow. I'm going to cut that interview out, but it's very important. I think I'm going to play it every day this week. This is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I want to be coming at you a lot more frequently, you know, uh, maybe daily. But sit tight. You'll be getting an email about joining the network. I need you to join so we can all work on this together. So as I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. This evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
to be a guest, or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.
Alright, 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 I'll talk to you later.